Joining us on the line from Reader's Digest magazine, we say hello to Stephanie Verge. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. Stephanie, this is another fantastic article from the pages of Reader's Digest magazine from the health section. It's called Your no slouch improve your posture with these tips from fitness experts uh this is something that melanie nags me about all the time and uh apparently she's right she is absolutely right um you know we've been hearing in in the news for the past few years that standing or sitting rather is the new smoking it's very <laughs> bad for your health but beyond getting up and moving around um we should be mindful of our posture when we are in different positions um, just to make sure that, you know, we aren't injuring ourselves and that we're better preparing ourselves for a bunch of different activities. This is something that I grew up with out of a very tall dad who was the tallest in school, who was always slouching to make himself feel like he fit in with everyone else. So when we were mm-hmm. growing up as a family, he was constantly pulling our shoulders back, telling us to stand up, and it was a constant thing. And so there's others that, that aren't having that reminder, aren't being told, or never really thought about their posture. Uh, especially when they're sitting, standing, lifting, they're, and they are doing detrimental um, issues to their, their own body, and they could even be seeming like they are a lot heavier than they are. Yes, exactly. And there's a lot of, there are many payoffs to proper posture. I think, you know, when we're feeling tired, um, or as you said, we're not, we don't have anyone to remind us of it. We, sometimes we're just not even conscious of the way that we're sitting or standing. Um, we don't, you know, we don't put that, that extra effort in, but ultimately, the more you do it, it becomes second nature. And uh, as I said, the payoffs are, are quite significant. Yeah, there's payoffs in terms of less pain in your neck and shoulders and back and you know, vulnerable spots, but there's even some less obvious payoffs. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at strengthening weak muscles when you are working on your posture. But as you said, uh, the less obvious ones include better breathing. So I find, for example, just speaking for myself, uh, that's a problem for me. You know, I'm, I'm not a great breather. I mean, when you're sitting sort of hunched over your desk all day, it's not surprising because you're essentially crushing your diaphragm. Um, an upright torso allows your diaphragm to open fully, which will improve your ability to breathe. Uh, another one, which we've also heard about more recently, um, studies that a, a proper posture, standing tall, will boost your confidence. So, you know, mm. going into a job interview, make sure that you're standing tall, hands on your hips in the superwoman pose. Um, <laughs> well, in life, beyond job interviews, that boost in confidence can be quite helpful. And um, holding yourself a little taller can promote that self-assurance. I wonder how many people are actually standing up taller as we're talking about yes. this. And if you're not, <laughs> do it. Taller. Sit up, stand up a little bit taller and see if you can hold that posture for the duration of the interview. Uh, good, sir, we know, we, we've all been told to stand up straight, but it's mm-hmm. also important to sit up straight, uh, especially if you've got prolonged time in a chair, as many of us do when we're at work. So many of us. I mean, and not just at work, at home, uh, when people are watching television. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a much more sedentary um, group than we used to be, and especially in North America, you know, in our in our culture. And so that prolonged sitting when you're slouching or, or craning forward to look at a computer screen, for example, or your phone, the text neck is a That's real problem. Yep. Um, so that can strain muscles and ligaments in your back and your neck, and it will put pressure on your spine. So in our piece, um, we included illustrations to help readers because it's, it's sometimes a little 
different, uh, difficult, sorry, to understand in writing or even right. explaining it over the radio, um, the little adjustments and specifications one needs to make to their body to have the proper posture, and that's, that's why we included photos. So definitely um, your listeners can go and check that out online. Yeah, they're great illustrations, and they're sort of done on graph paper, so you can actually yeah. see the, the the shape you're trying to achieve. Uh, we talked about sitting, we talked about standing. Lifting is another uh, challenge for many of us. Mm-hmm. So we're lifting items all day long, and and one of the big mistakes that people make, and it's not, you know, we always think, oh, big boxes or something like that, but it's not even that. It's picking up a grocery bag, right. um, a very common activity, and uh, you want to engage your core um, before you lift an item, bend your knees, and keep your head upright. So you're not bending forward, which is the natural instinct often. Um, you are, as I said, keeping your head upright, and you're your feet are shoulder width apart, and so you're activating those core muscles by gently drawing your abdominal muscles inwards. Um, and so we go on to explain explain the better way to do that. And uh, But the key is to position your shoulders back, your head up, and your spine straight, as I said, and, and bend at the knees. You know, we've been hearing that our whole lives, bend at the knees. Um, but it's true. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to hurt yourself. Actually do it. <laughs> I love that the article specifically talks about driving it because it's a very different form of sitting. And you're right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was. um, It's it's interesting, as uh, as you might guess. you know, the editors here, because we do spend a lot of time on health content, our own personal concerns will sometimes enter into our assignments. Right. <laughs> the, the driving detail, I do a lot of driving. Um, my family, you know, and my in-laws live in completely different areas, so mm. we're often in the car. And uh, after a seven-hour or nine-hour drive, it's exhausting. Your body hurts. Um and so I wanted to, to ask our fitness experts, you know, what is the best way? And there are two details. There are a number of details in the article, but there are two, two, two details, excuse me, that really stayed with me. And one is that um, when you set your seat, you want to be able to press the gas pedal without constantly bending and straightening your leg. So ultimately, only your ankle, your ankle should be moving. Ankle movements are more than enough in this situation. Um, and I don't think that that's something that everyone is doing. Um, I certainly wasn't moving just my ankles. <laughs> so that's something good to keep in mind. Uh, the other thing is that when you're sitting um, in the driver's seat, you should be able to see the ground four meters in front of your vehicle. And if you can't, you raise your seat um up to the proper level or down, um, and in that way, it's good for safety, and it will help you avoid next train. And then, of course, ideally, you will take stand breaks or walk breaks every hour. That's not always possible when we're doing a long-haul drive, but um, if you can, that's always best. And I was surprised to see that the article wraps up with talking about your sleeping posture. I thought that was the time you can relax. (laughs) You think, but no. (laughs) Um, Sleeping posture is a hard one because you can start off in one position, but like many of us, you may end up in a completely different position. So what we've decided to focus on um, in this article is your pillow. So a lot of people will stack pillows or some people will not use pillows at all. They use a very flat one. Neither of those things are um, recommended. So you have a natural curvature to your spine when you're lying on your back or on your side. And so you want a pillow that allows that curvature to be maintained. Um, so it's it's all about selecting a pillow that has the correct thickness to support your head, but without your neck bending sideways one way or the other. 
The article is called You're No Slouch. It's in the current issue of Reader's Digest magazine in the health section. And Stephanie Verge, you've got a great website people can check out too. We do at rd.ca. Stephanie, thank you for once again being on Talk of the Town. Thanks for having me.